When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there and welcome to Thank the Maker, a podcast about heroes, princesses, scoundrels, hokey religions, ancient weapons, and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Adam Russell. And I'm another host. My name is Nick. And we have a guest because Ryan had another tragic hiking accident, fell off another cliff, died on impact again. Mike Forster, our buddy from Armor Party, is here. I'm happy to fill in. Very sorry to hear about Ryan again. He needs to be more careful. Keeps dying. He's very clumsy. (laughs) We are actually... It's... It's not as big of a deal because this is going to be a shorter one. It's going to be very short, actually. We're going to do just a straight-up reaction kind of thing to episode 15 of The Bad Batch. No editing. Keeping it simple because I'm going to be out of town. Uh, Ryan's got stuff going on. It's just it's not working out this week. And with this being a two-part finale, we'll just do a full-blown finale episode the following week. And everything will be all good. Five-hour-long episode next week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be editing for three days. <laughs> so we're talking about The Bad Batch, season one, episode 15, Return to... Camino. Right? Yep. The actual name, Return to Camino? Yep. You know, it's funny. When I, I put it, I pressed play right at midnight and it just said uh, part one finale or something. I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Like it literally, like the Disney Plus thumbnail didn't have the title uploaded yet. It just said like part one finale. And I'm like, that's really weird and then finally when like the show came on it said return to camino i'm like that must be the title i don't think they just named it part one right <laughs> so is the thumbnail updated or is it still yeah, yeah it's fine now oh interesting. i think i just like pressed play like first out of everyone on earth maybe oh, is that mark weird. The i watched it the next morning saw the same thing oh okay. <laughs> the intern weird <laughs> <laughs> the intern's back at it again writing bad descriptions couldn't even do the title <laughs> oh <laughs> All right, so let's kind of just give our takes, and we'll we'll probably respond to each other a little bit. We'll probably hit some points at the end, but we'll, we'll keep this brief. It's probably going to be 15, 20 minutes tops if we just keep talking. So, Nick, tell us what you thought about this episode. Well, I loved how dark it was. I really wish, you know, like I, I think every episode that passes, I'm like, I like it, I like it, I like it. And then something like this comes along, which is more like in line with the first couple of episodes, and I'm like, ah. Oh please just make the whole series this, you know, like it's so dark and cool and ominous and like there's stakes, oh, twists. It's so good. I understand we can't have 16 episodes of that, but um, I love it. I love where, you know, after wondering for 14 episodes, what's going on with Crosshair, there were so many nuggets here of just him having his chip out. When did he take his chip out? He still wants to be part of the batch but he wants the batch to come to his side um man it was it it was great i mean a lot of things that we repeat the score was great i noticed i think i noticed some attack of the clones score in there while they were on camino i'll have to double check that but i'm pretty sure i noticed that um there was one um 
I'm bouncing around a little bit here, but I felt like the whole conversation that Crosshair and Hunter had in the training facility really felt like the throne room scene as far as beats goes um, in The Last Jedi. Where yeah, same. They were kind of, you know, Ray and Kylo were talking each other into like, come to my side, come to my side, blah, blah, blah. We'll rule the galaxy, yada, yada. And then Crosshair and Hunter had the same sort of back and forth. Then they had a both be on the same side to beat the droids, which was a similar beat to Last Jedi 2 because right. Rey and Kylo had to right. beat all those guards. So that whole scene, I think it was pretty low-key, but for nerds like us, it's like, yeah, that's a direct like a Star Wars moment that happens a lot, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought Omega showed great leadership skills. Um, I, you know, Tech and Wrecker kind of took the back seat, and this was definitely like Omega leading her own mission with AZ, um, and then Hunter and Crosshair really kind of going head to head, which is interesting because I I've had that that Kiner tweet in my head since he put it out there about like the finale being like super emotional, and uh, yeah, I'm just wondering what that means for this finale. Like, why is it emotional? Someone dying? Is someone... Uh, it just seems like something ominous is going to happen because uh, they they went through... Like, the destruction of Kamino was pretty emotional. So uh, that was like almost like saying goodbye to a character. It was like seeing yeah. Topeka City, like, just be demolished. And, man, probably my last point here, but the sound design in that last scene of... The blasters, you know, the the cannons from the Venator uh, starships, you see it, but you didn't hear any of the destruction. And I thought that was a really good like take that made it like worse instead of just having like huge explosions with the with the sound. It was just very like it was almost more like sad to me to not, not hear any of that, but but see it and just have like a really melancholy score over it. I thought that was brilliant. Poetic, um, cinematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very cinematic episode for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of, you know, questions answered and then e an equal amount of new questions pop up, you know? So it's uh, definitely something I look forward to next week. Mike, what did you think? I mean, this was a, this was an episode I feel like that established there's, when you look back to the original trilogy, there were these beats of trying to figure out when the Empire was just the dopiest group of bad guys and when they were completely badass. And yeah, yeah. it you you wondered at times if the Empire that was getting defeated by little murder bears on, on Endor was the same <laughs> yeah. badass group of soldiers that straight up melted Uncle Owen and Amperu. And right. this was, to me, the transition that showed that the Empire is not messing around. And you really, you know, just in how cold and calculated they were, um, I'm not going to go into specific details because Nick has pretty much already hit a lot of the things that stood out to me. But, you know, between Crosshair's and I don't know, is Crosshair lying about his chip? Can the chip do that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you you really got this idea that Crosshair had fully committed uh, to 
by any means necessary as a mentality to be like, we are the new power. And he seemed almost drunk with power, the idea that we could accomplish anything with a force behind us. Um, I, I kind of got a little bit of some, some Vader, Luke, Bestman moments mm, um, in yeah. that conversation, but the, the throne room parallel is, is perfect in my opinion, Nick. Um, and, but, but also just really looking at Rampart as just an awful, awful person, but makes a cold calculated decision to say, let the clones die together, fire on that city and sink that entire facility, ordering other clones who were working on the Venator to kill the rest of your kind. It was, it was, I, I was just sitting here being like, damn, this dude is cold blooded. Uh, <laughs> so I, I thought there were some, some fantastic moments in this. Uh, and, and also the reveal that Omega watched the bad batch essentially be created. I was sitting there. I'm yeah. like, yeah. whoa, Omega big is sister their Omega. big sister. What the yeah. heck? So all Hopefully in all, that's a I, flashback one day, you know, like that would be a very cool, like opening scene or something to another episode where she's there while they're being, I guess, deviated or however yeah, you want to put it. Yeah. And, and, and really what, what I kind of love about this is it, when they, when Rampart specifically was told, or I think you told Tarkin, cloning operations are now under control of the empire mm. instantly that put me right to the mandalorian season two uh when they're on navarro at that remaining remnant outpost and i went this is that was a dot connected because mm -hmm. you know if you <laughs> all of us not that long ago were like well that was the prequels and these are the sequels and all you know it was like we were we were looking for reasons of how they jumped around and then like we had talked about on the episode last week um dr pershing we saw that logo and it was like, whoa, it's connected to clones. And then straight up, here we go. We see that the Empire has completely taken over the important people or the important operations of cloning from Camino. So they absorbed that too. Gnarly, dude. What a heavy episode in general. Nick, like you're saying, it was just mm -hmm. a vibe the whole time. Yeah. And the score, like we talked about last week, when they really get into it and you know they mean business, you can hear it right out of the gate. The, mm -hmm. Usually the first shot, the first chord that Kiner hits, it's like, okay, I know which ride we're on right now. Right. And that's just one of the many pieces that make it obvious that they put a lot of eggs in this finale basket. Like Nick, you were saying, why can't every episode be like this? And yeah. Obviously they can't do that for 16. And this is kind of like, you know, in terms of where they're going to put all their attention, care, energy, resources, and everything, they're going to put it at the front end and the back end. There's going to be some, hit. I mean, it's like an album. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to open strong, you got to close strong. And there are going to be a few tracks that are pretty good songs, but you're not going to spend as much time in the studio really nailing those. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this this was one of the singles, clearly. Yeah. So, um, I wonder if the, the finale would be longer. I hope. That's on that, you know? Maybe hard we'll to say. See. A twenty-two, twenty-three minute jam is just unless it's action packed, like and I mean, obviously it could be. Look at this one, but it would be great. I would almost prefer when there's so much to happen. I would prefer that it is slowed down and it's not just jam packed, you know? Right. Like I would prefer it be forty minutes and have some moments of like uh exposition here and there. I'll take a full thirty though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm prefer more but a full 30 would be yeah they could do it in that satisfactory that of time. 
So earlier this week, too, we also got con- confirmation that season two is coming. Do you guys yep. feel differently yeah. about do you feel differently about what's going to happen in the finale? Because there's obviously more story to be told versus the essentially originally we thought it was only I, I know that Luke, I think that uh, Nick, you and I had talked about is Bad Batch going to be two seasons? I, th- I think yeah. I was like, no, it's not going to be. There's no way. <laughs> um, but in y- you're right. Uh, so uh, your force sensitivity was correct on that one. But yeah. does it? Do you feel differently knowing that we'll see some of them again? I mean, how do we? How do we feel about that? Hmm. The only thing I could, I feel like my only thought I have when it comes to season two being announced as how it. Uh, will affect the finale of season one is that I feel like just say all options are on the board and they, they close out a bunch of questions that we have right now, but then like final shot is Boba showing up or something, you know, like something like that. Like there, there might be like just a very simple nostalgia character pop like right at the end just to get everyone talking and and speculating for the next year or so so that's that's the only thing like i don't again that kiner tweet of the last episode being emotional i have no idea what would make me emotional at this point it would be like one of them dying i guess um yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I truly am. I know we've alluded to it and, and I guess said it on the pod. Like, I'm really just liking this, like, mid-level Star Wars that we get to watch and talk about a little bit, but I don't have to have a heart attack about it every week, you know? Like, yeah. it's very, uh, I'm feeling good going into the finale because I think now that we see it as a whole mostly, I think they did a good job. And we said it, I think, last week on the pod, like... This is just the first season. Every single animated Star Wars animation first season is like good, but the least good out of all of them. So if we could only go up from here, then then that's great. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> Nick, talking about what could possibly make you fully cry and you know fully emotional about the ending, I started to feel it on this. Like Omega's vibe when she had the wet emo hair, yeah. you know, going into the city. Mm-hmm. so somber she's processing so much she's so heartbroken we're so heartbroken i was just super heartbroken watching her go through that the way her mm-hmm. tone of voice just brutal so i'm ready for something pretty heavy yeah. i i'm also ready for a huge cliffhanger which will be fine the fact that we have the book of boba fett just months away makes it okay because i have high hopes for that connecting to this in some way mm-hmm. Um. I also... Oh, well, we have Gallery at the kind of, you know, yeah. that's coming up. So and then we, I'm willing got to bet stuff. we might get a trailer as well yeah. after that. A few more things on this episode, though, before we wrap this up. Um, I love that we learned just a bunch of, like, cool kind of reveals. We found out that the Bad Batch are not defective, in fact, but purposely enhanced. They're experimental, created in Nalise's lab, inserted back into the population, I assume with no one else's knowledge other than Nalise, which is dope. Um, we also saw some things that were, and we'll maybe talk about this in more detail on the actual breakdown episode. There are some clues to what Crosshair actually planned to do. M- mentioning last week, you know, Nick, you said um, his, his mention of only needing one was reminiscent mm-hmm. of like the DNA thing. 
Yeah. But now it's like, it's obvious that he only need, he only needed one to get them all to come back and save that one. Cause he yeah, knew yeah. they wouldn't leave each other. Good point. And that, that line of, you know, not the ones that matter in terms of the clones, you know, the way the empire is treating the clones. He was talking about all of them. He wasn't talking about himself right there in the moment. You think that you're like, what's he up to? There's all these little breadcrumbs that I feel like if we go back and watch, it'll be like a, a light version of, you know, the usual suspects or something. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. We'll like see who he really was the whole time. <laughs> um, I love that this whole thing kind of ended in the, in the training facility, kind of full circle Yeah, for all of the clones, right. especially for Echo, because we saw him, we met him mm-hmm. in the training facility and uh, clone cadets back in season three. Fully agree with you guys on the throne room scene. Also the Vader Luke vibes, especially, um, well, this would be the Kylo vibe, but gunning down all the troopers and then the look, you know, just Mm -hmm. like Kylo pulling the lightsaber, killing Snoke. Badass. Yeah. Um, also love like visually the revealed and it reminded me so much of some movie, but I can't remember what it was when, they finish the battle with the droids and it's Crosshair kind of holding his head. The camera moves just a little bit and he turns and it reveals Hunter with the blaster aimed at him. Yep. So sweet. That was, yep. I just got goosebumps. It's such a good shot. So emotional. Um, dude, you may fire when ready from Tarkin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> amazing. And then the Star Destroyers at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That, there's a great meme about like, it's like a dude crying, like three levels of crying. The two others are deaths of some characters. And then the last one says like a completely empty city and the dude's bawling, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. was me. The one thing I'll save for uh, next week for Den of Antiquities, that like bank shot thing that he does to kill some of those elite squad troopers. That's alluded to somewhere else in uh, the Bad Batches uh, storyline. So we'll get Ooh. into that next week. Leaving us some crumb trails for next week. Yeah. Yes. Well, I want to get some credit, you know? We're like two <laughs> weeks out from that, so I don't want everyone to say it before us. But nice. Yeah, Nick's watermarking that, that meme right here with his voice. <laughs> all right, uh, that's about all we're going to talk about on this one. We don't want to spoil too much of next week, and we're excited to get Ryan's take as well. So, everybody, thanks for listening. Mike, between now and the next one comes out, you, you won't have another episode of Armor Party, right? Uh, come new episode comes out on Tuesday. Word. Who's your guest? Yep. Uh, Ray Kennix, who you've probably seen on every blog or every single costuming thing that's talked about Ahsoka Tano. Um, she is one of the probably most sought after publicized, uh, cosplayers who does Ahsoka. She, and she also does an Iden Versio that is absolutely lights out. She crushes oh, yeah. it. That's what she meant when I was, when that's what she was wearing when I met her actually. Yeah. Versio. She looks spot on. It's incredible. Uh, so it's really cool to hear her story. She's from the Ukraine and just kind of learning about how Star Wars became big to her. It's, it's a great story. So I hope everyone can tune in and, and hopefully at this point you are getting enough, you are feeling celebration crunch because every couple weeks I go, you know what? I don't need to keep building my costume. Celebration is far away. Yeah. We are not that far away now. If you are building something (laughs) or waiting for someone to send you armor, uh, with all the plastic shortages right now too, there's a lot of armor makers that are like backed up for getting plastic. So Hmm. start building. 
I would start. Yeah, get that armor party fired up. <laughs> use this as yeah. a watermark to tell you to start building. So, where can they find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at Hondo Supply on Instagram, or you can also find the show. Armor Party, which is part of the Thank the Maker Network, at Armor Party Show on Instagram. And we're dropping all kinds of facts and interesting things about armor and more so highlighting the people who create this and bring this stuff to life. So we'd love to have you come geek out with us. If you want to find the podcast on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Thank the Maker Pod, on Twitter at Thank the Maker. My stuff is all at Adam the Skull. And I'm at Nick Bayside on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm doing that weekly radio radio show on Spotify. If you don't listen to it, you are dead to me. Thank you. (laughs) If you want to support the podcast, don't forget you can go to patreon.com slash thankthemakerpod. You can also go to thankthemakermerch.com and get Thank the Maker merch. Please do that. Get yourself a special new top, a blouse, an over blouse. (laughs) Torso cover. A torso cover. Tarp. One of those. That's what, they, that's what the hockey players call them, tarps. A sweater. Get a Star Wars tarp. <laughs> All right, dudes, good hanging with you. Everybody, we'll see you next week for the full breakdown of the full two-part finale. Till next time, may the force be with you. 